This is the Tactical Leader Podcast, where we're on a journey of self-mastery and true leadership. I believe that in order to lead others, you must first be able to lead yourself. And in order to lead yourself, you have to first know yourself. If you want to learn the tactics to get to know yourself, to lead yourself, and to lead others, stay tuned to hear from industry experts as I unpack the tactics that they've used to build their business, build culture, and lead others. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tactical Friday. You heard from him this past Monday, and I am blessed to be bringing Brett Knopf back to the show. We're going to talk a little bit more about his expertise in building, recruiting, and helping others with sales teams. Brett, welcome back to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me back here, Zach. Man, so we, we had a really good conversation about your journey on Monday and your leadership expertise and really focused on the mindset of different aspects that we need as business owners. And as we grow in business, as we scale in business, the natural progression that a lot of us should be taking is stepping out of those spaces of the sales team, right? You can't continue to always be the top salesperson in your organization if you want to build and scale. Literally something I'm dealing with myself where I'm having that, finally having that mindset of like, all right, we got to get an effective team out there. But a big piece of it is like, how do you recruit? How do you build a team that's effective in sales, get the processes in place, do these things where you can start building and scaling in a different capacity. And I know this is really where you excel as a coach. Can you give us just a couple tips that we can apply ourselves and then how we could possibly work with you in the future to move beyond that and make this the, really the most effective sales teams we possibly can? Yeah, sure. So to me, it's about identifying what your top people are doing. And I don't mean top people strictly in terms of sales productivity, but what are they doing from a leadership perspective in their roles? Are they taking on that mentorship role organically? Are they actively looking for opportunities to coach and work with other team members that need their assistance and expertise? Now, what are your hard chargers doing? I find that too many organizations, too many leaders are looking for the hard skills significantly more so than the soft skills. And in order to really effectively build teams and build sales teams, you need people that are relatable. They're personable. They do have those organic leadership qualities where they're looking out for the person to their left and looking out for the person to their right without needing incentivization to do so. You know, really recognizing what your hard chargers are doing and then crafting your recruiting copy, crafting your recruiting pitch, crafting your interview process to identify those same characteristics is really the easiest and most successful path to getting the right people in the door to begin with that are going to fit in well with the pre-established culture of fun collaboration and productivity so that you know you're not just churning and burning I, you know sales is depending on the industry and depending on the type of sales can be really soul sucking work unfortunately despite it having you know some strong financial reward so how do we alleviate that and to me this is the cleanest path to alleviating that is being very crystal clear on what the top people are doing and then how to attract those same types of individuals to the team so that you know 
everyone is happy to be there and put their best foot forward for their own behalf, as well as the team and the company and organization. And you you mentioned soft skills. I know you talk about soft skills quite a bit. And that's a lot of what we really focused on during Monday's episode. Is there like a leading characteristic or skill that you look for where we can identify emotional intelligence to an extent, we can identify that driving force, but is there something in particular that you really are like, oh, this is the guy that will help build that sales expertise in the organization? Yeah, I would say, well, actually two things. One is empathy. Do you actually care about other human beings first and foremost? Because I want to make sure that in any sales scenario, it's a value sale, not a hard sale. So having that empathy and interest in other people allows you to ask questions, to actively listen to, so that you can provide the very specific solution to whatever that issue is that your customer is trying to solve for. So in the absence of that, and that goes into the second point, integrity. Integrity to me is is one of the top foundational soft skills that that people need to have in order to, to have a happy and successful life and generate success in business. Because on a long enough timeline, if you're bullshitting people, if you're just you know trying to slither around, figure out what pocket that guy's wallet in so I can pluck it, take his credit card out, swipe it without him noticing, you know, that is diminishing returns. That may work for a minute, but you know, that's not what's going to get it done long-term. So I'd say empathy and integrity are the things that I personally value most in human beings, let alone in building sales organizations. I love that piece of it because I know as a salesperson myself, as a business owner, we all should be a salesperson or consider ourselves salespeople, right? Especially as coaches, man, where we have to understand that. And I think a big piece of it is in the integrity space. And I know as a coach, me personally, I hire coaches based on their experience, right? I have a business coach and my thing with him was he's done this, this, and this. Hey, I want to do that. So I hired the guy. And when he and I had a conversation, because I've been less intelligent in my hiring of coaches in the past, my very first business coach had never built a business before, but had this certification in this curriculum that's like, yep, I can teach you to build a business. I'm like, okay, yeah, it makes sense, right? In my mind, it makes sense. Oh, there's this curriculum. That's cool. Years ago, right? You can laugh about it. It's pretty bad. I'm in the Um, same boat. I'm not laughing because I did the same (laughs) exact thing. It's like a rookie mistake, right? Rookie mistake. You're like, oh, they're certified as a coach. So I know they've got to. And then what I recognized in the first month of working with the person, I had already exceeded business success past where that person had been or or was at that time. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Why are you coaching me? And you've never done. So like asking those questions for me, it was a big piece. But flip side, as a coach now, I'm not going to tell people, hey, I can coach you on something I have nothing, I know nothing about. Like to me, that integrity piece is like, and you see it in the coaching space because I feel like the coaching space has been bastardized very heavily over the last couple of years, especially where it's like, oh, yep, I can help you create rainbows and da 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 da. And it's like, <laughs> you've never created a rainbow in your life, but you're going to teach somebody else to do it. It doesn't work like that. But that integrity piece, I think, is key. And I think there's something that really goes into, in finding a coach, there are certain questions you should be asking. Have you seen that as you've talked to potential clients where you're like, ah, I'm not the best fit for you? And you kind of mentioned it a little bit on Monday. Have you seen that piece where you really have to bring in that integrity of like, I'm not the best option for you in what you're looking for? A hundred percent. You know, I, I never would, never will, never have worked with anyone where 
I am just saying that I'm going to be able to do something that I either haven't done myself or haven't coached other people on how to do successfully. Now, that's just, it's just wrong to me. So a huge part of my value offering is the fact that because I do care about other people and because I do love just talking to other people, I've been fortunate enough to generate a tremendous network of individuals that, you know, again, if I'm not the guy for you through my own admission of inability to solve for that particular challenge that you're having, or through you saying, hey, you know, I don't like you know the fact that you shave your beard and to make your jawline look better, I'd rather go with someone with a more natural jawline. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, I've got the opportunity to point them in the right direction. I just, everyone needs help in some capacity. And if we're having a conversation and I'm able to identify that, let me position you properly to have that, whether it's with me or not. So it's fine that people respect that and respect is another one of those foundational elements to life and business. You know, people respect that. And as a result, you end up, whether they work with you or not, they're going to be the guys that refer people to you anyway, because they're like, oh, this is the guy he helped me, you know, even when it wasn't directly benefiting him. Yeah. I, I think that's so, so key. So huge, man, because people, and, and I know it, man, I think we've all been there to some extent. You say yes, because you're just like sales, right? Just say, yes, yes, we can do it. Yes, we can do it. Yes, we can do it. And at one point, that's what was taught. You never say no. You just say, yeah, we can do it. And then to me, that's so far out of alignment and become so far out of alignment, depending on what you're doing with business. It can take you so far out of what you want to do in the business, but then you're also like, oh crap, I got to figure out how to do this real quick, right? And you become not the best option. So I know I've been there and a lot of people want, you know, need those sales. They need that money to get flowing, but it's a big piece to like, like you, like we talked about, right? The integrity piece is so important to maintain because when you do that, the respect level goes up so quick for you, man. So I love that you brought that about, especially on the sales side, because it is one of those that I think could be much better in our society with sales, where that integrity comes more forefront. And I want to give the audience an opportunity yet again to reach out, connect, see some of this content, learn a little bit more. I know you have you have a couple training and coaching classes that they can go through, programs they can go through. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and what the best way to reach out to you is? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, I've got a few different arms of, of my business. You know, we have the one-on-one coaching where we you know, take that immersive dive into what you are looking to solve for, you know, help you clearly identify those goals, those sticking points, and create those strategies and action plans to drive linearly towards those outcomes. And you know, part of that ends up being teaching people how to sell with integrity. That's a huge part of things. And not just sales in business sense, but you know, how to do that in your day-to-day life, whether that's with your spouse, your children, you know, the local grocer, whatever the case may be. So that's one. I also consult with organizations. So helping them do the things that we talked about here, identify who their top performers are. You know, really crystallize their interviewing and recruiting process, put the systems in place to have that ongoing training and development and build strong, fun, collaborative, productive teams. So I work with you know organizations in that capacity. I have sales and leadership courses, four-week courses that you can see on my website, nofnosolutions.com. And beyond that, you know, I, I also do some small group coaching with people that 
are looking to level up in you know, mindset, time management, organization, sales, leadership. These are just things that, as I've mentioned, have a permeating effect into all areas of life and business. So you, know, you can find me through my website, book a console call, just text me or, or call me directly, 551-404-4060. I just want to help. You know? So I get a lot of value out of talking to other people and hearing about their journeys, their triumphs, their challenges. So you'd be doing me a favor by the same token, even as I'm actively trying to help you. I love it, Brett. You're the man. I appreciate these tactics for us today. All the wisdom you've brought to the show as a whole. Definitely encourage the audience, reach out, connect with Brett. He's just an amazing dude and figure out a good way to synergize together. Brett, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Zach, thank you for your time. This was great. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast. If this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more, I challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice, claim your independence, and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.